Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chamber Chat. We're really excited to have you with us today, and I'm really excited to invite our next guest, Serena Hartwick, which is the current Strategic Partnership Manager at Business New South Wales, Riverina Murray. Welcome, Serena. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. We're very excited to have you here today. Um, today, we wanted to have a chat to you um, about, I guess, what we call Chamber World, um, where we all sit in the big scheme of things and how local chambers such as the Wagga Wagga Business Chamber can come together to help advocate for local business. Um, look at some of the, the topics that you're sort of concentrating on at the moment and, um, yeah, just have a general chat. So, welcome. Um Let's start off with a bit of introduction. So you are obviously sitting with Riverina New South Wales, uh, Business New South Wales, Riverina Murray at the moment. Yep. Um, what does your role entail? What is what are, what are you guys hoping to achieve at the moment um, with where you're sitting in um, Chamber World? Well, that's a big uh, question, but uh, <laughs> Riverina Murray, obviously I'm very proud to pre- like represent our whole region. It is quite a diverse region um, and a massive area, but I guess uh, similar to local chambers, we are the voice of business for the region. Um, we do a lot of advocacy in that um, state government space, especially heading into an election, which we will touch on a little bit later, Um, but really capturing, you know, what are the opportunities for our region, um, what are the challenges for our region and what can we do about them. Uh, We run a regional leaders program Mm -hmm. and um, we also have a, um, the Defence Riverina Murray Alliance, which is looking at specifically defence capability in our region as well. So how do we make sure that businesses here have the opportunity to provide to defence and the large spend that they've got planned over the next 10 years. Yeah, definitely exciting times in that space at the moment. And I think it's really important that, you know, we acknowledge defence is in our area. It's a big part of our life and a big part of business life as well. So it's really great to see that you guys are working in that space. Um, I guess I probably should take a step back and just sort of um, explain to our listeners um, how the, the hierarchy of um, business chambers sort of works. So obviously we've got local business chambers such as the Wagga Wagga Business Chamber um, and then the next tier of that is the New South Wales, Business New South Wales, Riverina Murray on a regional sort of level yeah. and then we step up to the next, um, the state representation which is obviously Business New South Wales. So together we all have really important roles um, at each level um, but it is really important to also note that we do work together on a lot of different um you know, advocacy items um, and just that cross-pollination to be able to make sure that we're, you know, providing the best for our local businesses. So, um, yeah, it's probably pretty important to to acknowledge that. So you mentioned that um, you are sort of working on um, the current election um, campaigning that's coming up. Um, I guess an important question is how do you collect the data to know that, what, what you need to advocate for. So where do you get that information? Can you share that with our listeners today? Yeah, definitely. So I guess um, an important part of capturing that information is our alliance with local chambers. Um, so yourself, Sally, is a representative of our regional advisory council, um, which obviously allows you to provide case studies and information back to us at a state level as the state chamber to, um, to listen to what's happening on the ground. Um, We also release a quarterly survey, which is shared through the um, local chambers as well, which is the business condition survey. And this is really important. Um, They're generally 10 questions or less surveys, um, so they don't take up a lot of time, but it allows us to understand what's happening at all levels of business across our state. 
that information we feed straight back into government and can inform decisions about policy, um, you know, confidence in what's happening at the moment um, and the impact of different policies as well. So it is a really important tool for people to participate in surveys like that. Yeah, it's the voice. It's a platform, isn't it? So we can make sure that those people that are in local business every day dealing with the challenges um, or even the positive things and it, then it gets fed through to that state level to make sure they're understanding what's happening on the ground day to day. And it allows us to react to, um, you know, where we see there's gaps in education and information I mean, cyber security was part of the last business condition survey and we asked people um, how confident they were and how big a risk they saw that to their business. And we could see that the gap, they acknowledged that it's one of the top um you know, risks to their business, yeah, yeah. Um, but don't really know what to do what about to do, it. Yeah. So um, because of that last year, we hosted a cyber event, um, which was well attended across the region. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we can allow that to inform our programming as well and obviously feed it back down to our local chambers as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. We find that information really valuable because it, yeah, it does allow us to program um, insightful um, and helpful educational pieces for our members um, and I also think it's nice to know that um, other businesses, they're not in it alone. They're having similar challenges. Um, and then, as you say, it's a way that we can then feed this up the chain and really have a voice for those businesses because the economies just don't exist without these thriving businesses. So. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, the other thing you, with that information, um, it's really important for us to collect case studies as well. Mm. So, I'd, I would not want anyone to underestimate the value of coming to yourself as your like local chamber member or me as a representative of the state chamber and providing an exact example of where things are not working um, because that's really helpful in telling the narrative behind the data sometimes and can be the difference for a change. So. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. So we do encourage anyone in business or even um, thinking about business, if you've got any concerns or challenges to come forward to your local chamber. So I'm always here for a chat. And then if need be, I can pass it on to Serena at Business Step Wales and then she can pass it further yeah. up the chain again. So um, it's really good to know that that resource is there. And it's actually really good timing because there is a, a, a quarterly business condition survey out at the moment. So um, being February 2023, if um, you'd love to jump on, we'd love you to jump on and give us your feedback um, about business at the moment. As Serena said, there are only 10 questions. So it's not you know, it shouldn't take up too much time of your day, but the data is really, really helpful for us going forward. Um, so the most recent data, you were able to extract that and then put it towards the um, campaigning for the upcoming election. Yeah, definitely. What were some of the key points that came out of that, Serena, that people are finding challenging at the moment that you guys are advocating for yeah, at that look, level? I think the latest data supports the fact that it is a really challenging um, environment for business at the moment yeah. um, where we're dealing with... Um, input costs escalating, uh, skills shortages mm. that have been a long time coming and there's a little fatigue around around that, like people are working extra yes. um, to make, make this up. And then the retention um, of the staff as well. Yeah, yeah. it is um, a bit of a mix. And then on top of that, we've got inflation, um, supply chain issues and also, I guess, um, the latest rate increase. Yes. Um, so the cost of doing business 
is is going up and it it is providing a really challenging environment for a lot of our local businesses. Mm. Um, So I guess on that, um, as we move into election mode, that is really the focus of both the state campaign and our local campaign is really looking at how we can reduce the cost of doing business. Um, So that is um, the main focus. We're also looking at things, I guess, you know, we all know housing's an issue. Um, so one of um, our campaign points will be uh, with the the Regional Housing Task Force um, recommendations that we're saying, you know, these need to be implemented now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is an issue for Definitely. our region. Yeah. Um, and we, we also, um, I guess, advocating for that to be expanded across the region. Yeah. Um, we know Wagga and Albury are in desperate needs of additional housing. Um, but, yeah, we need to see that expand to the western part of our region as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting. Um, I know a lot of these issues are, on a, they're not just unique to Wagga Wagga. They are the whole region, so it's 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 um it's just nice to hear it that you know on that regional level that you're representing that Riverina area that it is across it's widespread yeah um that we all sort of get it we get the staff shortages and we get the housing issues and um I think this year is the year for taking action um yeah. and it it's just small little changes which can help that overall end picture I think um are really going to be beneficial towards business and um, making sure that we're continuing to thriving in the city so yeah, yeah it's good to know that. We're all on the same page and we're all working towards it. So, yeah. So another item is probably the um, re- the payroll tax. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about the cost, reducing the cost of doing business. This is a big one that we've seen um, being launched at our uh, state level campaign. So Businesses New South Wales state campaign yeah. does talk about um, that we need to see that drop below 5% for businesses. And we'd also like the threshold to be... Um, extended. At the moment, we see that as a barrier for the growth of businesses, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, going to that tier where you now have to pay the five um, plus percent payroll tax is um, inhibiting growth for some businesses. But on a regional level, we'll be advocating a step further and saying, well, we bought a Victoria, our Mm -hmm. region does. They're paying 1.21% right now. Um, Can you introduce a regional uh, payroll tax yeah. to make sure that we're competitive, yeah. um, and you know, with this special activation precinct in our region, yeah, um, and bordering communities, that that makes sense. Yeah, so, we um, want to, in, you know, we want that um, investor to come to the city, and if they can, if we're competing, you know, an hour and a half away from the Victorian border, um, and it's significant difference. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's really good to see that you guys are working in that space and hopefully have some positive outcomes in there. Yeah, that yeah. would be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess there's some other areas unique to our area as well, um, some other points unique to our area. Um, so the Gobba Bridge is obviously a big one. Yeah. Um, looking at the accessibility, which will in turn help the growth of the city. Yeah, so definitely a point of our campaign also is making sure that we have the right infrastructure to make sure that we are competitive in that freight and logistics space. Um, The Gobba Bridge or River Crossing has definitely been identified as part of our campaign and we'll be advocating for that to make sure that we have sustainable and accessible networks. Yeah. Um, And that's only going to get busier with the, the, you know, the industrial precinct out at Bowman. There's going to be a lot more crossings there on larger capacity. So, um, yeah, it's um, good to see that we're all sort of looking in that space. It's obviously, you know, really needed and required for the city. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and then I guess the other one, are we, do we mention housing? Um, 
Yeah, briefly, I yeah. guess um, just to reinforce that um, the work that has already been undertaken, the Regional Housing Task Force recommendations looked at um, several recommendations that would increase housing stock and the um, accessibility and affordability. There's recommendations yeah. for all of those items, um, just making sure that they do get implemented. And I just touched on, um, you know, making sure that that expands right across our region as well. Yeah. Um, we need to look at this a little bit more holistically. So um, making sure that Griffith and Leiden are included in those, in the implementation of those recommendations is um, something that we're looking at. Um, I think in terms, you mentioned the, the skill shortage, um, and I see that that actually relates specifically to housing. We know that that's one of the issues of getting people into our region. But um, in terms of that skilling and workforce shortages, uh, some of our campaign items include um, doubling the regional skills relocation grant. Um, mm-hmm. Currently, it's $10,000. We we think for a certain amount of time for the next two years, it should be doubled um, to $20,000 for high priority skills and especially with the large infrastructure projects coming to our region. Um, And, you know, that would act more as an incentive rather um, than just a support package, than a support, I guess. Yeah, that's so, sort of outgrowing that 10000 haven't we? We need to look at that Well, the cost year. of living's just gone up that much that 10000 isn't an incentive no. anymore. That, yeah. That's assistance, yes. but it's not an incentive. So, no, yeah. Um, yeah, just looking at items like that. And just even, you know, um, another item that we have is acknowledging the um, different occupational licences. So um, making sure there's automatic mutual recognition between Victoria yeah. And New South Wales, especially in our construction space, and you know, teachers are another example of this. Um, acknowledging those skills and licences, um, so that we have access to a bigger pool of people, yes, um, straight yeah. away without the burden and red tape of, of having to, having to yeah. go re license in a different state. So, just um, items like that that are practical um, and help make things easier for yep. business. a bit more streamlined and making those transitions. And, um, yeah, no, I agree. It's really, really good to see that you guys are um, out there campaigning for business at a regional sort of level um, and and specifically to our needs as well. So um, it's fantastic. And as we sort of said, those that information comes back from those um, quarterly business condition surveys. So it's really important that we do get out there and complete those, which help us move forward um, and like Serena said, it's, it's it's simple stuff, you know, licensings or, you know, the, the tax difference between states, but it's that small stuff that just makes our day-to-day running of business that much easier. And that's what we want to try, try and achieve here. Um, we acknowledge that local businesses have a lot of different hearts, a lot of different stresses, um, you know, the increases in um, costs to run a business and the burden and the worry that comes with that as well. So um, we're here to try and assist with that in any way that we can. So feel free to reach out to your local chamber um, and then we can sort of advocate for you on that regional and state level if, if, if need be. So thank you, Serena. Um, I guess also too, just to really just going back to that staff shortage sort of um, issue that we've got happening at the moment, I was just an interesting point. Someone sort of mentioned to me the other day, where are all the staff gone? Pre-COVID we had staff and we didn't have these issues. So where have these staff gone? And I, I found it really interesting when we sort of unpacked it a little bit, we sort of come to the conclusion that um, a lot of people retired during COVID. Mm. Um, and then we also had um, a lot of people who um, obviously they've, they've moved on from their role for a long time and they've, they've broken up to their own small business. But we come to the conclusion that in Wagga specifically, we just have that many 
you know, big projects coming in. The staff are still here, but we've just got so big that yeah. we just can't keep up with the demand. And that's obviously the way it is across the whole state, yeah. which just shows you how how much of buzz there is in New South Wales and, and the country mm. and, um, you know, how much business is, is just full stream ahead. Um, and it's really, really exciting times. I know we do have some challenges that come with that too, but it's just really, it's exciting times for business and um, it's really, um, really good to sit back and just acknowledge that and just take things into perspective um, every now and then. And I just thought it was important to sort of state that point um, as we sort of conclude this episode that um, it's exciting it's times. Growth. It's yeah. growth. It's positive things for the state and for the for the country, um, even though it can be a little bit overwhelming at times. I think just on that too, just understanding, and we'll go back to the condition survey. I mean, even throughout, um, dare I say, COVID, um, that business condition survey actually showed us as a region how we were performing against the rest of the state too. Yeah, of course. Um, and that's a really positive story for Riverina Murray because yeah. we pretty much outperformed um most areas of the state and especially in regional context with business confidence and performance. Fantastic. Um, and, you know, we're lucky to have a very diverse economy. And you're right, it is due to business growth that mm. we're experiencing so many shortages, Yeah. Um, which has been exacerbated by other issues, I guess, like not having people um, coming in to fill positions um, from with stops to overseas um, workers coming yes. in and stuff as yeah. well. But um, in general, yes, it's because of growth. So it's a positive challenge to have, I guess, if you yeah. will. So it's um, important yeah. just to reflect on that, I think, and yeah. say we are going in the right direction. Products of our own success. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And together, um, and together with the chambers, we can, yeah, we can, yeah. Uh, we can sort of hopefully get through it and work through those those challenging times. I think just, um, just to quickly touch on just that alliance between Wagga Chamber and Business New South Wales, that if people didn't know that they actually do get um, a free membership with Business New yes. South Wales as part of their um, Wagga Chamber membership. And just to touch on what that actually means, it does give um, people free access to a legal hotline, like a commercial law hotline, um, workplace relations and marketing. Yes. um, And to reach out to you um, to make sure that they've got the numbers. Yeah, definitely. um, That it is a free resource. And we encourage you to use it, especially, you know, we see our workforce, um, workplace relations hotline well utilised. I imagine it would be, and I'm quite often referring people to it. Um, You know, some businesses, some members that we have aren't overly aware of that, um, you know, that benefit of becoming a member, being having access to those helplines. We'd hope that businesses don't have to use it, but it's really comforting to know that the assistance is there, particularly for those small businesses that might not have that assistance um, in other other platforms. Um, But yes, definitely join the Wagga Business Chamber and you have access to those free hotlines that businesses of ours do offer. Plus, you know, a whole event calendar um, and obviously all some of the wonderful resources that we've discussed here today um, in advocacy. So I think it's really important that we have our local business have this support behind them. And if there are any issues, they can always contact us. We're always here to have a, you know, an open conversation. Um, I think that just about wraps us up for today, Serena. I'm so um, happy that we were able to chat today and I really appreciate you taking your time out to have the chat. Um, if anyone wants to extend on this conversation, please reach out to myself and, um, 
Um, you can always jump into one of our drop-in drink sessions that we have every month, the last Wednesday of every month, but jump onto the Chamber website to learn more on these topics um, and also the um, Business New South Wales Riverina Murray websites full of lots of helpful information as well. So um, thank you, Serena, and thank you everyone for tuning in again and listening to another Chamber chat and look forward to seeing you at the next one.